0: And I'm Lee Willis.
1: And you are listening to the SCC Family Ministry Podcast.
0: Today's topic is how to get your kids and students to open up.
1: Parent, I know that there's probably been times where you're talking with your kids or your students. And there tends to be this breakthrough moment where the conversation just suddenly goes way deeper than you expected. And your kid, your student actually opens up about actually what's going on in their heart and in their mind. And I know that when I'm working with kids on Sunday mornings, those are some of the best times when that takes place but figuring out how to actually get your kid and student to talk and share like this is super tricky. And so today uh, Lee and I just really want to bring some ideas to you on how you can actually get your kids and students to open up and have some of these deeper conversations.
0: The first way we want to encourage you is just to ask unexpected questions. You know one of the things I love about my car time with my boys is I get a lot of time to talk to them about their day and so they're but the truth is there are only so many times you and your kids Uh, where students can tolerate the question. So how was your day? So (laughs) let's take it a little further. Let's go a little deeper. Try a new question. Ask them what made them laugh today or what they're watching lately if you don't know or what their favorite friend is at the moment. One of my favorite things is just to kind of cheat the system and ask my boys what I already know about their day. Hey, what did you have for lunch today? Hey, did you paint at school today those kind of things to open them up but hey here's a secret that you probably already know you can find a lot of funny unexpected icebreaker questions with a quick google search
1: another way that you can get your kid to open up is just to be the one that listens the longest so when your kid or student is speaking just take that time to actually listen to them and then keep on listening you know as they share keep engaging with eye contact and follow-up questions Um, A lot of times this can be really difficult, especially when you're talking to them and you're on your phone or you're on a device. Um, This is a time where you want to put those things away and put those things down so you can actually engage with them um, so they can see that you're actually paying attention to what it is that they're sharing. And that also helps them feel more important to you in the moment. And then the other piece behind that too is it teaches your kids how to listen. It teaches your kids how to pay attention in a conversation. Um, But you listening the longest is going to be the, opportunity for your kid to actually have these longer conversations. Um, And sometimes our conversations are not going to go the way that you want them to go. The goal is just to listen. And a big piece in this, I know this is something I personally struggle with, is just don't go into fix-it mode. A lot of times when kids or students are sharing something, we want to actually go into the nitty-gritty of what does it look like to um, actually fix their issues and fix the conversation or fix the problem. And a lot of times our kids and our students just need you to listen and just to be there for them. And so one of the other ways that you can get your kids to open up is just, yeah, again, just be the one that listens the longest.
0: A third way is going first. If you have a tough or personal question for your kid, remember they're more likely to share their stories or feelings. If you go first, Sometimes I do this with my boys in the car even though I know how their day's going. I'll start with my day, and especially if they're not answering how is your day question, right? <laughs> but hey, even at night before we go to bed, I'll get to have time with both my boys, and I'll share about my day, and usually that will open up them sharing about their day. So don't be afraid to share about yourself and go first. Now, we don't want to miss what Jess just said about listening. And so we don't want to get so carried away with ourselves going first. But just open the door and then go back to listening. But we also want to give them relatable examples. So that way, at their age, whatever age they're at, it means something to them and it's understandable so they know how to answer So if you can, not always possible, try to think ahead sometimes. Think about what question you're gonna ask your kids or students and maybe the answers you might give with that, especially if you have time to prep for like a car ride or a meal time together.
1: Another way that you can get your kid or your student to open up is really to just hear their feelings. So when your kid or student shares something with you, remember there are real feelings behind what seemingly might be a very straightforward experience. You don't wanna dismiss it or ignore it or overlook it. A lot of times this is a way for you to build connection with your kid um, is by having that relationship with them where they can actually share their feelings with you. And you also take an opportunity to listen for how they're actually feeling in that. So helping them name their emotions. Are they angry? Are they frustrated? Are they sad? Um, Relating to them when they share something and go, yeah, it sounds like that made you really sad. Can you share more with me about what you're thinking? Um, But actually listening for the feelings to help them label it, especially elementary and preschool age, it's super important. But for your middle and high school students, um, listening to their feelings and validating it will help them feel safe sharing with you other things as they move forward.
0: The final way we wanna encourage you as you come alongside your kids or students is to invite silence. This may sound counterintuitive, but sometimes the best way to encourage conversation is sit in the silence for a moment. The truth is a lot of times your kids or students are trying to think of their answer. Even though going back to one of our key points of going first can be helpful, sometimes just sitting in the moment will allow them to think through what their day is, Now, if they give you the quick answer, it's good, then there's a chance to go, hey, I'll go first and share my day. Or maybe think of a different way to ask that same question. Or go ahead and say, hey, did you paint today like I just brought up earlier? But the biggest thing is let's not rush it either. Give them a chance to think about it and process through what you're asking them. Sometimes, especially depending on their age, they might need that time to think through what they're gonna say.
1: So yeah, our hope in bringing these to you, um, you know, just a quick recap, so ask unexpected questions, listen longest, go first, hear their feelings, invite silence, is just to remember that a lot of times we can't manufacture this breakthrough moment, um, and it's not something that you can set up like an on-demand, but we're hoping that by you implementing these tips, it'll actually set you guys up for success to have more of these uh, really in-depth conversations with your kids and with your students, and that way you guys are having more real and honest conversations with each other um, as you guys are going throughout your day.
0: Hey, and we want you to know about our website. It's www.insidescc.org backslash families. On this page, you'll find many tools to help you as a parent or guardian. And also you'll find other resources that we're adding monthly to help you keep growing and who you are as well. If you'd like to meet with us, please email us at lee at shelbychurch.org or jessica at shelbychurch.org. We would love to come alongside you in any way we can to help you keep growing as a parent and guardian.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening today. We love you guys and we're praying for you.